Welcome to RGM. Are you in a band? Come and join us. Simply click on the RGM submission page, submit your music, and we'll sort the rest. Hey up guys, a little bit later today, do apologise, um, been away in that, um, yeah I've been travelling, and had so much on, oh god, what was me, I've been away, <laughs> yeah apologise for the later um, showing of this podcast, dropping in your inbox today ladies and gentlemen, yeah I've been to New York just for a little break, then when I, as soon as I landed, I didn't have any chance to sleep really that night because we th- flew through the night. Then I had an RGM live gig down at the castle, which was ace. And then I had a big family do thing after that. So I've I've just been struggling for time, guys. And it would have been a little bit sooner this morning as well, but I've just been watching the uh, lionesses uh, just scrape through on penalties against Nigeria. Nice one, girls. So the last couple of podcasts have been a little bit shorter than usual as well. Uh, that's because we recorded them down at Tramlines Festival in Sheffield. And you don't get quite enough time to delve into uh, a proper deep chat like we usually do on the podcast. Uh, and this episode's uh, another short one, ladies and gentlemen, with my mates October Drift. Um, yeah, we, uh, we we sat down and we had a nice little catch-up. We like to catch up with the boys every now and again. Uh, just another band that are... You know, progressing through the stages. You know, started off at the fringe, did the library stage, uh, to the stage, Leadmill stage, um, and you know, who who knows where it's going to be? We 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 talk about that, you know. And as always, you can watch our little faces on the YouTube channel as well, ladies and gentlemen. And it, it just <laughs> when we were sat in the little booth, we, uh, we were there with uh, the manager there, Neil. If you if you are watching on the three sixty degree camera, just watching pull some stupid faces and, and, and generally mess about, which is a bit like that, you know, he's one of them. Um, but it's very funny. <laughs> no, it's funny. Um, so yeah, ladies and gentlemen, we're here for another quicker edition of the podcast with October Drift down at Tramlines Festival, down at the old Wednesday Ground, uh, just before their uh, big massive performance on Tother Stage. Um, so yeah, ladies and gentlemen, let's take it away. Are we on? Am I on? Hello, hello. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back for another edition down of the podcast down at the Wednesday ground, this horrible, uh, tinny old football ground. That's no good. I'm here with the Sheffield Wednesday (laughs) fan and October Drift Out boys, you all right? Good, mate. How are you? Yeah, fine. It's always Hello, nice mate. to see your little faces. <laughs> when we catch up every now and again, isn't it? So, yeah, we're, we're down for Tram Lines. You're just about to play to the stage at three o'clock today. Uh, playing just after some comedians. Comedians are on first. Yeah, and then the first you're just going to whack everybody up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's going to be a different thing, yeah. I think. Yeah, let's hope they're ready for that. Yeah. yeah. No, because I, 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 I would, I, I, one thing about Tram Lines, I love the comedy bit. And uh, it, for, for comedians, it's playing festivals is notoriously like hard work because it's it's just fucking this big open space and you just c- kind of can feel like you're shouting to nobody uh, and not getting much of a response. But it's different for bands, isn't it? You know. Yeah. Like, I sp- how does it feel for you on these bigger stages when you like, you know, you're out there in the world? Well, I think probably the biggest difference between 
maybe bands and comedians is that depending on when you play, if people are pissed for your set as a band, yeah. it's normally better. Yeah. Whereas if you're a comedian, if people yeah. are pissed for your set, you're screwed. <laughs> so for a band, like, yeah, the festivals are great. People are drunk and more up for, yeah, yeah kind of joining in, I suppose. Yeah. So I know you've got a long history uh, with Sheffield. How many, how many years has it been? You've been like, known in Sheffield now, just like October Drift, just out there in the world in Sheffield. What, what does Sheffield mean to you guys? It's kind yeah. of where we sort of basically launched October Drift yeah. from. Um, so, and it was the first sort of real city to get behind our band as well. So it's, yeah. it's really cool to, we've done, I mean, we've done tram lines more than any other festival as well. So yeah. to be playing from the fringe events to the, and then we did the, the library and the lead mill and then to be like stepped up each time. Yeah. And it's, it's nice to now get to where we've got with, and be playing the big tent like today. I mean, she Sheffield was really the first city that got behind our band yeah. in terms of like people coming to see our shows and yeah. and, and spreading the word. So it's, it's always had that had this slightly um, homely feeling yeah. for us. And like so, whenever we come back, it's yeah, it feels like a hometown show almost. Why do you, Why do you think Sheffield's embraced you so much? Uh, I've, Neil's given us yeah. Uh, why Sheffield embraced us so much? I do, Sheffield's just such a musical city. Yeah. Like it's got such a great musical heritage. People here just seem to be up for coming out to shows. Yeah. They seem to be up for discovering new bands and something. Something about Sheffield, they seem to like music that really gives them an energy. Yeah. And I think our live shows always been if if it, if if nothing, it's been energetic. <laughs> yeah. So I think um, I think maybe that's why the Sheffield public have got behind it which is it's great it's a sort of it's a big it's a big music yeah. scene but it's small enough that it's like still got that community yeah. where you can kind of get, you know if, if you're known in the Sheffield sort of music scene everyone knows each yeah. other and it's a it's a quite a, a like a community sort of thing yeah. so it, it was kind of like to tap into that as well was really great for us I, th I think that's the, just a bit, uh, you know I had a gig at Frog and Power last night and, and the crowd was a little bit flat for a little bit and then a band called the Mercians come on and they reminded me of you guys just with, like, it, it's very rare you see a band that every member is absolutely fucking on it and there's no way that they're not going to put the best show on for the fucking cool. band. And it reminded me of you guys. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's how you win a crowd round, isn't it? Because they, they did it doing that. Yeah. It shouldn't be so much of a secret. You know, some it's, band, bands just turn up and just play guitar and think that's yeah, enough yeah. these days. It's not, It's got to it? be done, yeah. Yeah. I think we always thought it took us so long to do any tickets anywhere or yeah. for anyone to come and see us that we were just like anyone who was in that room we just wanted to try and win over yeah. and I think that came probably that came from that didn't it we're thinking we've sat in the van for four hours we're probably going to get home at three in the morning we will, yeah. we're not going to come up there and half arse it we're going to yeah. we're going to do it properly so um at the very least, they'll like remember the show, yeah. or, or that's the that's the plan anyway. Yeah. Oh, it's okay. I, I absolutely love it. Is there is there anything like as as you progress through the years? Is there is there, is there any kind of like uh, where do like new ideas come from for, for stage performances and stuff? Uh, how do you like that's manage kind of, that as a that's as kind an artist? Of come quite naturally as like yeah. well, there's one thing that's changed where you go from okay, we're trying to win over a crowd yeah. to like okay, we've got the crowd like the crowd's there to see us. Mm. How do we then like get it get them going mm. and sort of pick it step it up a, a notch in that respect um i think i think touring with editors did a lot for mm. our stage show because you we watched them just kill it night after night yeah. and just the way that they work the audience and and i think i think watching learning off bigger bands and particular and how they do it successful touring bands definitely um 
definitely definitely helps like it, it kind of inspires you and gives you things okay that worked with that we thought more about like like how we look on stage and like the lighting and yeah. the backdrop and stuff like that which like often isn't something you can do on the when you're on the first tours and stuff that you're doing because you're just kind of turning up and yeah. winging it essentially but like as it sort of progressed a bit further down the line like thinking about that sort of stuff as well I always remember October drifts, socials and stuff. Particularly, I can do it. One thing that sticks out with me is you, you just studied rain. That must have been nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the waltz. That, 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 that's, yeah, that's yeah. still, it's still quite an iconic, like, bit of footage and content to bring out. Yeah, like yeah. That. And I still think of that. I just think the poor little bastard. He, yeah. He, he's been it's like cold been water out of the way. Um, <laughs> Out of a watering camp. <laughs> Is that what it was? Yeah. Okay. It was um, about we arrived there as well because we were like, we've got to get up this early to do it. Yeah. So let's definitely not miss first light. And it was in the summer. <laughs> so I think we got there at like half four in the morning and couldn't film anything till about seven <laughs> because like the, it was just too dark. And then I think we, we took it, we banged it out in like an hour, didn't we, or something? Felt like, like felt like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Probably and we did, a bu- we did other promo stuff with the same concept in different yeah. locations as well on like different days. So we were. We were just up for like crack a door and just getting cold water and, it, and me trying to like not just, yeah, me trying to keep a straight face and sing the, yeah. sing the words to the camera. <laughs> how, how do you find like festival season? Because I know you've, you've, you, you, you know, you're always touring, you've got a new tour in Europe, coming mm-hmm. up, you know, France and you know, things are happening in France. Yay. Yeah, yeah, really yeah. excited for that. Um, uh, a band called Archive are taking us out. Mm. Um, and we've done some shows with them before. They're great, great yeah. people. So it was really cool. For them to invite us out and they're, they're also they're doing some huge venues in france yeah. and um switzerland and luxembourg as well so yeah really excited for that and also like to be when we've done things like that in europe before it's been like one gig in a different country yeah. which is amazing to visit those places but kind of hard to build anything in any one of those yeah, countries of whereas this is like 13 14 gigs in france wow. so it's like should be a good base to sort of build upon yeah. from for France which is really exciting because you've, you've, you've been all around Europe how do, how, how do the crowds differ like from different countries with, you know when you it's really interesting because we were when we've done I remember on the editors tour yeah. they said we're cutting like for Spain we did Spain right at the end of the tour and, and they were like we're cutting our slower songs tonight because okay. they'll just talk through it and oh. so we were like, oh, okay, so we cut, we had the little bit before Forever Whatever, which we cut for that show because apparently Spanish crowds just want to go nuts and yeah, have it. And party crowds. Party crowd, like, yeah. Up for yeah. It, whereas you can tell in places like Belgium and stuff, yeah. they were very attentive, but like, no, like everyone cheers and stuff afterwards, but during the gig, everyone just sort of stands yeah. there. Yeah. Um, when we went further east as well, it was like the quite good rowdy. crowds yeah, in good like crowds. Poland and stuff like that, yeah. Which, which is the best country and which is the worst country? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I've no idea. We haven't done it. We haven't done enough out there out there to tell. There's a few, I, I remember there's a few, like, like I remember the Pol- Polish crowds being really good. I remember them being really yeah. rowdy. Um, in all honesty, we've never, there isn't a worse because we've never had a bad crowd over yeah. in Europe, have we? It's, all, no. it's always been great. I, I can remember them uh, old footages of bands playing in Japan. And end at gig, the crowd are just so respectful of the artist. They don't cheer through it. Yeah. <laughs> they wait for him to yeah. respectfully finish and then cheer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That is a bit, it was a bit like that in, I think it was Belgium or Switzerland. Yeah. One, it was a bit like that there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, I suppose with a band like us, what, what, one thing that is, that is slightly trickier, because we did, we did one show with editors a few months ago mm. at one of their warm up shows. And we'd just come off the back of our headline tour, which was 
super responsive audience yeah. and like them singing the lyrics and stuff and you're getting so much back from the audience and then going and doing something with Edis is playing to a cold audience who don't know you. Yeah. That was a real change in dynamic because we kind of had to switch our mindset into back what we used to uh, do where it's like, right, we, we're not going to get much from this audience whilst yeah. we're playing. They, they loved it and they were cheering and stuff after the songs, but yeah. in the songs, they're probably thinking, what the fuck? <laughs> this band of this support band are lobbing themselves around the stage like maniacs. And, and I think that when we came off stage, it was a bit of a, okay, like... Yeah, it's two different things, isn't it? We're trying yeah. to win over the crowd and then trying to like work up a crowd that's already there to see you. It's definitely yeah. Yeah, two different sort of skill sets in, t- in that. Mm. Is it much of a change for a band transitioning from like festival season and into going on tour? How different, yeah, is, how different is that? I mean, even from things like just the sound checks and you've got to be a bit more on your toes at a festival yeah. and like in and out and the half hour sets and stuff like that. Yeah. So if someone's, the thing is with, with a, with a show, like we've had, like there was one show we did in Leeds once where my snare drum, I blasted through my snare drum skin on the fourth song yeah. and, and that could have completely killed the show. But we then did the rest of the set acoustic that was to yeah. our own fans yeah. and that was, and, and it was great. I don't ever want it to happen again, <laughs> but it, it turned into be a really memorable show for them and it was fantastic. Yeah. But if that had been to a cold audience and if that had happened to a group of at people a festival at a festival well, yeah. or something, yeah. we would have been screwed. Ah. So it does have that. It has a bit that more diff- at stake. There's, yeah, because if, if something goes wrong at one of our own shows, we know that we have that audience behind us and yeah. we know that we can just yeah. do our whole set just acoustic with, yeah. with nothing or even acapella. Whereas at a festival, nah, <laughs> if, it, if something fucks, you're, you're, <laughs> you're on your own, you're done. So uh, how much are we looking forward to to the stage in a bit then? Just talk us through what's, what's going to be, what, what you've got planned for uh, all these new faces that might be new October Drift fans. Yeah, really excited about it. Playing the sort of biggest stage, like I said, yeah. we've done here at Tramlines. Swim quite a massive tent as well, so yeah. yeah. Um, and we just sort of did a little sound check there, and it's sounding huge. So I think really it, it'll be it. the biggest stage we've played this year. I think, won't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, we're playing a sort of mix of the last two albums, um, yeah. and nice. a lot of a uh, lot of lobbing ourselves around, a lot of uh, yeah. in the audience, and a lot of loud music. So it's been the Fringe Library Stage, uh, Leadmill Stage. Now you're on to the stage. So mm-hmm. where are you going to be next year? It's got to be, isn't it? It's got to be main stage, isn't it? We don't have to it? say it, do we? We don't even have to say it. It's got to be, isn't it? <laughs> we'll see. As long, we'll as, see. It's not, as long as it's not raining. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, yes, we were like enough, coming up today going like, wow, yeah. thank God yeah. we're playing a tent. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. Well, thanks for joining us today, boys, for a little chat, mate. Looking yeah. forward to catching you live in a bit. Should always appreciate your, your time. Thanks, boys. Thanks, Carl. Nice Cheers. Ah, oh, thanks, boys. Lovely to meet up with you again. Uh, you know, I, I don't know anybody that works as hard as those boys. And have the passion, and they all have all got that passion to, to have it ev- and leave everything on the stage for every show. It's infectious, that kind of uh, you know, behaviour, isn't it? You know. uh, and it's great to see. Nice one, boys. Thanks for joining us again for a little chat. So, yeah, this, this episode's a little bit shorter than what we usually do but we will be resuming full service again shortly as I say I've been away a little bit you know so I'm a little bit behind on stuff so I'm just cracking on um, getting stuff done I'll be I'll be on it soon I promise you 
Uh, meanwhile, on RGM, you, you can review all the festivals. We've got a lot of content from Edinburgh Festival at the minute coming out on the magazine, which is nice. Thanks to UK Sound Advice for uh, you know writing this for us and covering the festival up there. We've got Why Not, Kendall Calling, Festival News. Uh, loads of new singles, reviews, loads of entertainment for you, basically, over at www.rgm.press. So, if you're curious, if you're in a band and you want to submit, just submit. And as always, you can watch us on YouTube and do delve into it. It's a 360 camera thing that we put in the middle of a table. And you can move it around as if you're in the room with us. And you can see uh, Daphne Neal's face pulling faces at us. Um, So that's always entertaining. So, ladies and gentlemen, nice one. Uh, That's been me for another week, ladies and gentlemen. We will be back very soon, I promise you. Um, And yeah, stay tuned. Thanks for joining us again. Sorry it's a little bit late. I do apologise. Um, it's the first time I've been late in over a year, so... Yeah, guy, a break. Cheers, boys and girls, and everybody in between. And we will see you soon for another edition of the RGM Podcast. With me, Carl Maloney. Toodle-oo. Welcome to RGM. Are you in a band? Come and join us. Simply click on the RGM submission page. Submit your music. And we'll sort the rest. Hello. Did you know that you can support our podcast in many ways? Within the description of this podcast, you will see a list of all the equipment that we use. These are Amazon affiliate links. Clicking on these links take you to Amazon. If you buy whatever you're planning that week, we get a small kickback and you get a parcel at no extra cost. We would really appreciate your support. Or you can just go old school and donate a pound or whatever you feel is appropriate in there. Please subscribe. Tell a friend about our show. And thank you for your support, and we'll see you next week.